2: so I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home.
0: Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST
1: for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose,
0: no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombuscom slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first
1: purchase. An Erio's original. I was born with a special gift. The ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst case scenario in my own brain. brain. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. Today, we're discussing SeaWorld's Tilikum the Orca murders. Here's what you need to know. On a cold November day in 1983 off the east coast of Iceland, a two-year-old male orca was wrestled from his family pod and out of the ocean. For his first year in captivity, he was held at an Icelandic aquarium where he could either cruise slowly in circles or lie still on the surface. Finally, the young whale was sent to the rundown sea land of the Pacific, just outside Victoria, on British Columbia's Vancouver Island, and given the name Tillicum, a word from the Chinook language meaning friend. Orca trapping had become a lucrative business since 1961, when the first killer whale, named Moby Doll was captured and displayed at the Burrard Dry Dock in North Vancouver. Over the next decade, the orca entertainment industry boomed, as around 300 killer whales were netted off the Pacific Northwest coast, with 51 sold to marine parks across the globe. Tillicum adjusted poorly to his new routine at Sealand, the orca show was performed every hour on the hour, 8 times a day, 7 days a week. At the end of the workday, Tilikum and two female orcas, Haida and Nootka, were moved into a 26-foot by 20-foot deep metal pool for the next 14 hours. In the mornings, all three killer whales would exit the holding pool with bloody tooth-raking from the stressful and confining environment. It was on February 20th, 1991, that the whales fatally unleashed years of pent-up aggression. Sealand had just wrapped up an afternoon show when Kelty Byrne, a 20-year-old marine biology student and part-time trainer, slipped into the orca pool. As she struggled to get out, one of the killer whales grabbed her and pulled her into the water, treating Kelty as if she were a toy. Tilikum, Haida, and Nootka pushed and pulled her through the water as other trainers desperately attempted to rescue her. Within 10 minutes, Kelty was unresponsive, but it took employees two hours to pull her body out of the water. While newfound safety protocols were recommended, Sealand never recovered from the incident and soon shuttered its doors. Despite the growing public concerns about the dangerous behavior of Tilikum, SeaWorld was eager to acquire a male stud orca for breeding and filed a formal application to import Tilikum as well as the now-pregnant Haida and Nootka. In 1992, Tilikum became a center part of SeaWorld's breeding program as well as a member of their popular orca show. In 1999, Tilikum struck again. In the early morning of July 6, a trainer arrived at his office near the underwater viewing area of the pool. He glanced through the viewing glass and saw Tillicum staring back, with what appeared to be two human feet hanging down his side. There was a nude body draped across Tillicum's back. The victim was 27-year-old Daniel Dukes, who had recently been released from jail and had apparently hit at SeaWorld overnight. At some point, Dukes removed his clothing, folding them neatly by the enclosure, and jumped into the pool. There were no cameras or witnesses, but Tillicum had mutilated the man's body throughout the night. He had abrasions and contusions, his testicles had been ripped open, and divers had to go to the bottom of the pool to retrieve little pieces of his body. SeaWorld attributed the death to human error since Dukes had illegally hopped the fence. Ten years later, in 2010, the beloved and highly skilled Don Branshaw was working with Tillicum during the show Dine with Shamu as families enjoyed lunch at the cafe that wrapped around the pool. As per protocol, Don remained out of the water when instructing Tillicum through a series of behaviors he had learned during his 27 years as an entertainer. Soon after the show ended, Dawn fed Tillicum some herring and lay down on the shallow ledge by the side of the pool to conduct a relationship session as Tillicum floated alongside her. When another trainer shouted up that they were ready for Tilly to dive down and swim directly up to the glass for a photo op, instead of waiting for his cue, the orca suddenly took hold of Dawn, yanking her into the water. The other trainer hit the pool siren, broadcasting a Signal 500 for a water rescue at G-Pool. As SeaWorld's staff slapped the water surface, attempting to distract Tilikum, the whale dragged her through the water, sometimes letting her go only to grab her again, violently shaking the trainer who knew and worked with him regularly. As guests were quickly ushered away, trainers finally managed to guide Tillicum to the medical lift, where paramedics pried Don's body out of his grasp, her arm coming off in his mouth during the process. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Fun Facts, a.k.a. Death Stats. On February 20th, 1991, 20-year-old part-time trainer Kelty Lee Byrne was the first trainer ever killed by orcas at a marine park. It took Sealand employees two hours to recover her body from Nootka, Haida, and Tillicum. Her death was ruled a drowning. On the morning of July 6, 1999, at SeaWorld Orlando, 27-year-old Daniel Dukes was found dead, draped across Tillicum's back. Abrations and contusions, both pre-mortem and post-mortem, were all over his head and body the coroner determined the cause of death to be drowning. On February 24, 2010, at SeaWorld's Orlando, top SeaWorld trainer Don Branshow was pulled into the water and violently dragged around for 30 minutes by Tilikum following an afternoon show. Don sustained multiple blunt force injuries of the head, neck, and torso, including ripping away of the scalp, fracture of the lower jaw, fracture of the cervical vertebrae, Fractures of three ribs and lacerations of the liver. The coroner determined the cause to be drowning and traumatic injuries. The evidence of drowning was one-seventh of an ounce of liquid in one sinus chamber. At least 166 orcas have been taken into captivity from the wild since 1961. As of November 2021, there are at least 58 orcas held in captivity— 27 of which were captured in the wild and 31 born in captivity. According to former SeaWorld trainer Sam Berg, there has not been a single incident of killer whales harming humans in the wild. In captivity, it's happened more than 70 times. During his 33 years in captivity, Tillicum lived in an enclosure an estimated 100 million times smaller than the home range that he would have lived in if he had remained free. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. Fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. And our very special guest today is Jackie Johnson. Hi, Jackie. Hi, thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you. Jackie is the host of Natch Beauty. Um, Could you tell our listeners a little bit about your podcast? Sure. Natch, it's actually Natch Butte. Natch Butte. Oh, different. sorry. Get that Y off there, hon, <laughs> okay? No. Common
0: I mistake. Mean, I just want, you, I just want you to
1: know that I'm I'm reading it. I, I'm i reading oh, it. So, so somebody
0: fell asleep at the switch. No, 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 that was me. Info- that was oh, me. Got it. <laughs> hey, you know what? Reading can be difficult. That's yes. right.
1: And that's, we're about to do some reading here. So, but you know uh, what
0: it is? It's because the word butte doesn't exist. And so <laughs> your mind being logical said, right. I'm going to put the y on this because this is what belongs, but no, it is called Natch Beauty, which is short for natural beauty. We celebrate the beauty within on Natch It's a comedy beauty podcast where we laugh, we cry, we cream our necks. We talk about
1: self-care. <laughs> You're going to have to come on now. Sorry. I can't wait. I, I, you know, I I listened to one of the uh, episodes and the first thing you did was start singing like in beautiful harmony. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I would do a cover song every episode.
0: My cross to bear. I started doing it as a bit almost five years ago. And here we are 300 episodes later. I I have to write a fucking cover song every week. (laughs) Uh, you, you You know what?
1: It's it's gorgeous. I mean, get this—you already have a podcast. Get this woman a Broadway show while we're at it. Mm-hmm. I would not turn that down. Although the
0: work ethic for Broadway <laughs> people is—I don't think I'm on that level. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it could just be a
2: Podway show.
0: A yeah. pod Oh, hmm.
1: Clayton. Oh,
0: you know what I could do? I could be a swing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just, that's more work. You know, initially, that's initially. <laughs>
0: initially. Yeah, it's been <laughs> more out. outside, but then yeah, you, can but then you just into... get to eat craft services and like <laughs> yeah, yeah. hang out in the Hamilton wardrobe. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, Jackie, we like to start off the show by asking our guests what is something that is recently alarming you? What is something that's just keeping you up at night? Okay.
0: Well, I have a great answer. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm, I'm pregnant. And uh-huh. um, my baby keeps me literally up. He <laughs> kicks me all day long. And it's beautiful, but it's so weird. I don't know. I It's sort of like the telltale heart. Like you hear the thumping of the heart. And it's, I just feel these <laughs> kicks all the time. And there's a little human in me kicking me. Isn't that so weird?
3: Yeah, that's yes. fucked up.
1: I mean, it, I... I, I never. I can never I, get used to. I would at least it.
3: go to a doctor and see about that. <laughs> yeah,
1: but
0: that's See, that's my. That would be what I would think. Like, oh my god, something's wrong. Every time he kicks me, I'm like, well, I, he's upset. What have I done? <laughs> he didn't like those the whole box of Girl Scout cookies I just yeah. gave him. Like, what is the problem? He wants more. But, exact. Or does he like them? I don't know. I can't mm, ask geez. him. It's right. driving me insane. He's wow. a, he's
3: he's sort of a sta- he or she is establishing themselves in this relationship pretty yes. early on. He's going to yes. have a lot of explaining to
2: do once he comes out to meet you, I guess. Huh? Yes.
0: And it's going to be a few years before he has the cognitive <laughs> development to tell me. So this is going to be a real stressful moment. Those
3: are prime (laughs) years. You should be prepared to prepare kind of like how you want to play that out once you get that brain going. It's
0: stressful. The kicks are very stressful. I know it's beautiful and I'm very happy that, you know, I'm pregnant and everything, but it's weird. (laughs) <laughs> alarming is the perfect word it's just like oh oh it's happening again. it's a literal I- alarm i mean <laughs> yeah it's, it's when refreshing you
2: said- to hear that that it's just like, yeah. it's more than just beautiful it's also just like straight up weird i love that <laughs>
0: It it's, it's keeps me up at
1: night. I've <laughs> never have, had... Yeah,
3: that is a very specific good answer. i
1: have yeah. never, never had, had that one. such a literal answer to that question. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. 4
0: a.m. I'm like, oh, damn, he's going to be a frat boy. Like 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> on the dot.
2: It's... Oh, God.
1: Well, I mean, speaking of frat boys, yeah. what a perfect transition mm. to uh, talk about this... Terrible tragedy, uh two sided tragedy. That was not a great transition. And, but-
3: yeah, Jackie, just a little back. <laughs> Are you here, done Rebecca, yet though? I
2: feel like we we should give you her a
3: get I was just gonna go
1: and not say anything, but it was such a bad one that I had yeah. to stop myself. You, yeah. you know just what? To- I don't think it was bad at all, Rebecca. She- <laughs> oh my god, thank you, Jackie. Give yourself say a break. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she always throws that. She she we she's notorious for these kind of um, awkward yeah. transitions.
0: Segues are not easy. They're no. not easy, no. especially
1: when you're segue into something terrible. And yep. I agree. I think frat boys are tragic. <laughs> Th- there you go. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a two sided tragedy. Not only because there was you know human loss, but also, uh, you know what are we doing to these orcas, right? right? Um, let's start off by kind of getting a little background on killer whales um and this is according to livescience.com and fisheries.noaa.gov very professional you'd uh, think the title
0: killer whale would have given away the fate before everything happened we gave it the title right (laughs) like come on buddy
3: (laughs) i think we got to put that right up on the board right judge a book
1: (laughs) Okay, we'll start with that. And uh, put that up, Clay, while I read this. So (laughs) the killer whale, also known as orca, is the ocean's top predator. It's the largest member of the dolphin family. So it's not a whale. It's a dolphin. Wow. Yeah. That that blew my mind.
3: Yes.
2: Uh.
1: Killer whales are highly social and most live in social groups called pods. Pods typically consist of a few to 20 or more animals. Killer whales rely on underwater sound to feed, communicate and navigate. Pod members communicate with each other through clicks, whistles and pulsed calls. Mm. Each pod in the Eastern North Pacific possesses a unique set of calls that are learned and culturally transmitted among individuals. These Calls maintain group cohesion and serve as family badges. So it's almost like they have their own uh, language. Language is not the right uh, term, but I don't know. Language. We'll call it a language. Orcas are apex predators at the top of the food chain. No animals hunt orcas except for humans. Killer whales feed on many different types of prey, including fish, seals, birds, And squid. They can also take down whales larger than themselves, such as mink whales, and they are the only animal known to predate on great white sharks. Killer whales have been reported to kill swimming deer and moose. Whoa. Wow. Orcas use many different techniques to catch prey. Sometimes they beach themselves to catch seals on land, jumping from the water onto land. Orcas will also work together to catch larger prey or groups of prey, such as schools of fish. So highly intelligent animals. Um, I was uh, listening to some website, uh, some podcast about uh, orcas, and they were saying that they can't, they, they don't, they never sleep, they, uh, they never lose consciousness during their sleep, because they have to remember to breathe. So only they only sleep half of their brain at once.
3: These are pretty impressive. These whales (laughs) or dolphins.
2: They sound pretty. I mean, that sounds pretty exhausting.
1: Yeah, no wonder they're
0: so killer. (laughs) (laughs) They're grumpy too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah. They're like the bullies of the sea, and they're just tired and fed up with it all.
1: (laughs) So, why don't we start off by putting SeaWorld up on the board?
3: Sea Land.
1: Uh, SeaWorld.
3: Oh, oh, right, right.
1: So SeaWorld knew Tillicum had been involved in the death of Sealand trainer Kelty Byrne. When trying to import Tillicum, Till it comes in the United States following that incident's vice president for SeaWorld Zoological Operations Brad Andrews wrote we believe the accident was unique to SeaLand and due to the combination of a poor pool design which prohibited exit from the water inadequate emergency life-saving procedures and interference by whales unaccustomed to the presence of people in the water.
3: You know sorry just to cut you off from this mm-hmm. big quote but like this shit just makes me upset because like. Some guy gets in front of a microphone and all of a sudden he's a, like, th- this isn't a science. Like, there's no science or right way to confine these, these these animals. Wild animals? These wild dolphins. And it's just frustrating that they're like, oh, uh, no, I'm SeaWorld. Like, I, I know certain We things. know how to keep
1: them captive. Yeah,
3: we'll do a better job at it. <laughs>
0: Well, I no, think that he goes- just did that for the money because they wanted right. his sperm. They were like, "Okay, right. he's dangerous, but that sperm, boat. Mm-hmm. this sperm could make us a lot of money. So we'll just deal with it because we're gonna get that sweet, sweet semen."
3: <sighs> True, sweet, sweet Truth. semen. Maybe we should. That is that why they the wanted him,
2: right? I mean,
0: that's why yeah. they wanted yeah, him. They was right. they were in it for the long con, <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? You know? So is that a um, uh, a capitalism thing?
1: Yeah, well, of that- course. Oh my god. Let's let's put them. capitalism, uh, capitalism up on the board, 100%. and w- we will get to this sperm bank business. What did you call it? The s- they wanted the sweet semen. Sweet 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 semen. Sweet semen. Okay, we'll remember that. We'll yeah, remember feel free that. to isolate that
0: audio and use it in your personal life <laughs> because <laughs> I feel like you will.
1: Um, okay, death at SeaWorld, author. David Kirby said inside the SeaWorld Park, trainers at Shamu Stadium were only vaguely aware of the danger warnings about Tilikum. Trainer Samberg was told that Tilikum had not hurt anyone. When Supervisor Chuck Tompkins and Chief Animal Trainer Tad Lassenick announced a new set of safety rules that would pertain only to Tillicum, Sam was a bit confused about the fuss. It didn't occur to her that they might know more about Tilly's past than they were telling at least some trainers'. Outside magazine writer and co-writer of the documentary Blackfish, Tim Zimmerman, said, SeaWorld conducts safety and rescue training once a month. Among other things, trainers are taught to go limp if they're grabbed, so the whales will lose interest. Mm,
3: The ragdoll technique. Mm
1: -hmm. The killer whales are uh, taught to keep their mouths closed while swimming and desensitize so they stay calm and circle the perimeter of the pool if someone accidentally falls in. They learn emergency recall signals transmitted via a tone box and hand slaps and are trained to swim to a pool exit gate if a net is dropped in. Scuba gear is always nearby. SeaWorld's intensive regime helped its trainers interact with killer whales more than two million times without a death. But when a killer whale breaks from its training, all bets are off.
3: Yeah, that's a huge but. I mean,
1: it's a massive animal. They're like... 10,000 uh, pounds. Okay. Something like <laughs> 10,000 okay. pounds. Do you think you can control a, a 10,000 pound animal and just like throw a net in?
2: It wants, it I, I feel it like wants. going off what Chris was just saying a little earlier too. And something that we talked about very recently in a previous episode was this kind of uh, harkens back to human hubris or audacity to me to think that we are capable of, I mean, I, yes, like we're at the top of the food chain, but do we really have to flaunt it in this way? Where it's like we are control and we will master this wild animal and we will make it like literally dance for us, <laughs> and expect nothing bad to go wrong. You know, mm-hmm. like why are we doing that?
3: Indeed.
1: For the stuffed animals? For the money it's and for the that money. sweet, yeah. sweet <laughs> sea?
3: Sweet, sweet semen and the sweet, sweet semen gets you the money.
0: You're right. It's sick. It's absolutely sick. Who would go to the ocean and see a whale and go, you know what I should do? Put mm. that in a bathtub and force it to jump for a stadium full of assholes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, You're who so does that? Right. Who yeah. does so that? right. You're we so right.
2: Well, do. because they can make money off the, that thing dancing for, you know, it's like if people are right. going to pay to see it, I guess. This is kind right. of it's mine
0: is, for the taken. I'm correct. a human.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. It's kind of like we didn't heed the warnings of the great film King Kong, which is basically this what it was about, right?
0: Yeah, you're right.
3: <laughs> that there's there are we not listening to our own warnings?
0: Our own did Hollywood they make, movies? Did they make King Kong Jizz in a cup?
3: <laughs> I don't yeah, remember, don't that, remember scene. that scene. Yeah. That yeah. was how it, the movie opened. <laughs> it didn't actually. make the cut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were running out of time. Oh, I'm, actually, see- <laughs> I'm actually, i surprised that hasn't been involved in one of the many, many remakes. Like we had his sperm on ice, and we've decided to create a King Kong army of dancers.
1: Ah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, well. Uh, le- le- I also want to talk about um a ponytail.
2: Oh, excuse- <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Okay. Ugh,
3: this sounds sexist, but go ahead.
1: Well. Tim Zimmerman from the Blackfish documentary said, uh, former trainer Mark Simmons has been involved in deconstructing previous SeaWorld incidents between trainers and killer whales and was a friend of Branchu's, Branchos. Mm-hmm. He also thinks Branchos' vulnerable position and hair, which he says she was growing long so she could give it to cancer patients for wigs. Oh. I know. God were the key factors that led to her being pulled into the pool. Tillicum has never had an aggressive disposition, he says. This was not the first time Dawn had laid down next to Tilly in that position, but it was the first time her hair was that long and contacted Tilly. Oh, Yeah, so weird, right? Simmons believes Tillicum reacted to this novel stimuli by taking it in his mouth. Then Brancho... Uh, tried to tug it free as spotter Jan Topoleski described Tillicum suddenly had a tempting game of tug of war, which he was bound to win.
3: Mm. Yeah, I guess he thought it was an actual toy.
1: I call bullshit. He didn't have a, a dangerous
0: disposition. Didn't he already kill two people before right. that?
1: Yeah, and I don't, <laughs> don't think I call they bullshit, ha- buddy. I don't think they had ponytails. I don't think those other people had ponytails like this.
3: Hmm. Oh boy! I
2: mean, it—it it is. It's like you can do all the training you want, but how? If something unexpected happens, or something new is introduced that you didn't plan for, yeah. of course you got to expect anything to happen. Well, it's like, like
0: if my five-pound dog sees a squirrel, she's right. going after the squirrel.
2: Especially if the squirrel has a ponytail.
0: Exactly, <laughs> which they all do in my neighborhood for <laughs> some reason.
3: Oh yeah, you—you you live in Nolosville. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they're so fucking cool over there, those
0: girls. (laughs) Some of them have little man buns.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cute,
1: too. That's cute, too. (laughs) Um, yeah, um, so l- let's also put uh, captivity induced aggression. well,
2: wait, do you want to yeah. put a ponytail on the board? <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you really want to blame a ponytail? Well,, yes. well I okay. don't know Later, we might we,
1: put, at least put it up on the board so we can discuss it during the process of elimination.
2: Okay. It's, it uh, might it's go in first. the camp of victim blaming, but well, I, I,
1: I'll I'm put not it up saying there. it's not it, I'm not saying it was her choice to.
3: Yeah, Rebecca. Do you want to do you want to blame the kids who had cancer? She was growing her hair for
0: too. Is that what you want to do? No. Jesus. No.
1: I'm just saying it could have. Uh, you know, <laughs> I I think that guy was
0: just trying to cover his ass because I right. don't think the ponytail had anything to do with it. How you know all those trainer girls wear ponytails?
1: That's but like you their literally look. have to. That's their right. look. Yeah.
3: There, there's a un, unwritten rule though on the alarmist though we throw everything up on the board. Yeah. You know, we re- it's up really there. No judgment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll no judgment, and then we'll take it off early, like and that and that'll be, mm-hmm. uh, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> We'll, have, we'll give ourselves a little moment there, but let's put it up there for now. It's uh, And sorry, Rebecca, what was it that you also wanted to throw up?
1: Oh, yes. Captivity-induced aggression. This, this is according to CNL, CNN panel discussion, Jane Vela's Mitchell. If you were in a bathtub for 25 years, don't you think you'd get a little irritated, aggravated, m- maybe a little psychotic?
3: Mm. Hmm. It depends. Was it a clawfoot or other jets?
0: The water would definitely get cold. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah. And you'd get all
1: wrinkly, and I hate You'd get kneeling.
2: super wrinkly. And yeah. eight times a day, someone made you do a dance in that bathtub? Yeah. yeah. I'd be yeah. like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah.
1: Okay. You're going to find this interesting. <laughs> Tim Zimmerman uh, starting at, says, starting at Sealand, Tillicum had developed the habit of grinding his teeth against metal pool gates. Oh. <sighs> Many of his teeth were so worn and broken that SeaWorld vets decided to drill some of them so they could be regularly irrigated with antiseptic solution. Paul Spong... 71, director of Orca Lab in British Columbia, which studies orcas in the wild, did part-time research at Sealand before Tilikum arrived. If you pen killer, if you pen killer whales in a small steel tank, you're imposing an extreme level of sensory deprivation on them, he says. Humans who are subjected to those same conditions become mentally disturbed, mm-hmm. and This is according to a National Geographic, a peer-reviewed 2017 study in the journal Archives of Oral Biology found that a quarter of all orcas in captivity in the U.S. have severe tooth damage. 70% have at least some damage to their teeth. This stress-induced behavior has been documented in scientific research since the late 1980s. Commonly called stereotypies commonly called stereotypies i'm, I'm reading that correctly uh, repetitive patterns of activities that have no obvious function these behaviors which often involve self-mutilation are typical of captive animals that have little or no enrichment and live in too small enclosures
2: right i'm going to put that it's i'm so going to put two tight like two tight living quarters too i mean we all just lived through a pandemic for 2 years and we started going crazy after like 2 months oh my like god, god. i had to
0: share a bathroom with my husband for like six months and i said we're leaving i can't Mm -hmm. i need two bathrooms and And thank god you could leave yeah i actually (laughs) stole his parents house from them i was like we're taking their house i can't do this (laughs) that makes me so sad because you know you said how all the whales pods have their own song Mm. yeah you know oh, yeah, like, song is a good he word was like for singing it. his part all alone and nobody was there oh to finish, stop you it can't in. that's so sad <laughs> no oh, it's so sad i God. sobbed when i watched this movie uh, i like <laughs> wept
1: i wept doesn't it make you think too about like people who grind their teeth at night
3: yeah that's what they are they, what, well, are they that's, in, in that's, well, a
1: tank that's disturbed. too small in their life they're disturbed <laughs> yeah
3: I mean, there are lots of manifestations of anxiety for people, and you know, if you look at human, like Homo sapiens, like we weren't meant to just like sit in a house and watch Netflix all day. We were right. like, oh, our bodies are designed for like long. We're hunting social creatures, trips just and, like these. Yeah, orcas. exactly. Like whatever. So there's probably some parallels going on here with us, and um,
2: it's crazy that you would totem. see like the the same symptoms in this orca that we see, you know, in humans, and we. I think at least recently, like mental health has been like a real focus, but like we could see that and, and still just kind of like actively ignore it for, for profit, right. for whatever reason. It's like, what, what else, Why what else do you think is causing that self mutilation and teeth grinding? And don't
0: and- his, didn't
1: his little fin go down too? Yes. Mm. And uh, I was reading, oh. uh, <laughs> I was reading uh, some facts about orcas and, uh, they were saying that um, male orcas are the only animal that stays with their mother for their entire life, if possible. And if they lose their mother, mm. they get, they um, put all, you know, they, they uh, assign another female orca in their pod to like that mother. Oh, world. it was like
2: the matriarch of. Yeah. Interesting.
1: So it's like. He was alone, and I just get so sad thinking of him wanting his mom.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And these tiny little cage, I mean, why do they have to be so, I mean, I think that he was held in Sealand in a cage that was like 26 by 20 feet deep, and these things are so big. Like, how is that even justified?
0: It's so that there's more room for all the assholes to walk around and spend money at the park.
3: right. Right. Mm Yeah. yeah and-,
0: and by the way, I don't want to listen, I'm gonna be dead ass honest with y'all. I went to SeaWorld and I did see Shamu once. You and did. I thought it was great. Jackie. This was years and years before. Sure. And and nobody knew. So I'm not saying you're an asshole if you've been to SeaWorld, but you are now. If you go now, you are a hundred percent. If
2: you're a 12-year-old and you don't really know what's going on and your parents take you, like you're just there. But if you yeah. good point, if you're going yeah. now, I mean shame people on you.
0: still go. That
1: blows my mind, They Jackie. still do the shows. I've checked the website. I mean, it's still up and running. SeaWorld has not closed in Orlando. No, no. Um, And isn't it, it, it's very upsetting to me to think that it was like Dine with, I think the event with the, that uh, uh, Tillicum was doing every day was called like Dine with Tillicum or something, oh Dine God. with an orca. And it was just like people eating. While they watched. Oh,
2: did you say d- dining? Dine. dining? Dining. Dining. Oh, yeah. You said dine. Is that what it was? Yeah, oh. Was no. it dying. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's no, really no. Dark.
1: dine. Aggressive like- <laughs> marketing.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I just heard that because of the subject. We're They're really leaning into this. We're just gonna <laughs> really put it
0: out there.
1: Dying Dying with a killer whale. I mean, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sure. Put it past him.
1: Um. Let's also put a uh, matriarchal bullying. Hmm. This is something I found interesting. Naomi Rose, human, Humane Society of the United States said, male orcas are unusual among mammals in that they are, oh, this is what I was talking about, Philopatric sex of the, they are the Philopatric sex of the species. That is, they never emigrate away from their mother. The adult male is so dependent on his mother that if he loses her, he may try to transfer that bond to another close re- relative. Adult males without mothers are most, peripheral to and the least integrated into the matrilineal group. Okay, so they're like outcasts. This could explain why Tilikum tried unsuccessfully to bond with Haida and Nootka when he arrived at Sealand. Those were the two other whales he was in a mm. tank with. Tim Zimmerman said at Sealand, Tilikum joined two female killer whales who were sorting out the social pecking order. That meant conflict and tooth raking for all three orcas. And either, even after Haida established herself as dominant, both females continued to push the young Tilicum around. And then at SeaWorld, he had to deal with the stress of hostile females, particularly a dominant orca called Katina. Tilly was a good guy that got beat down by the women, says Jeez. Jeff
2: Hendrick. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
1: uh, so there are a lot of reasons he might be unhappy. John Jett, who was a team leader for Tilikum, says he sometimes would suffer a beatdown from the female orcas bad enough to rake up his skin and bloody him, and he would have to be held out of shows until he healed. After a good thrashing from the other orcas, Jet says, Tillicum might be off for days, splitting from his trainer to swim at high speeds around the pool, acting agitated around the females, or opening his eyes wide and emitting stress Jesus, vocals. this just
3: sounds like they're torturing these Yes,
1: ups. Yeah, they are. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. they, they literally, literally are. are. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, that
3: sounds terrible. I, I wonder if there's it,
2: something to be said about, like, you know, we love to project our own things thoughts onto our animals like oh we think our dog is having this feeling or sensation mm-hmm. but it's like you know i wonder if there's something in to, to be said about the power of convincing ourselves oh he's not tortured he's just blowing off steam you know what i mean like he yeah somehow like playing down the actual trauma that he might have been going through at any uh, given moment
0: how do we put this on the board something along the lines of um nobody saying anything like
3: yeah, that that's what I was thinking too. It's like
0: you, all these all these people. You know, we're when we're little, we're like, I want to train dolphins. Like we all want right. to be that job. You have one of the coolest jobs in the world. You see this poor animal, and you know he's in pain. You know he's having a hard time. Nobody go, went, hey, you know what? We should probably do something about this.
2: Like yeah. complicit, like like yes. your, the complicit Complic- bystanders.
1: Yeah, yes. or like uh, or it's it's also of like a denial of uh, of the magic we th- you know they thought. They were getting themselves into. Uh, I, I, magic I, deniers. Mm.
2: <laughs> yeah, there complicit,
1: you go. Complicit, complicit magic deniers.
2: Okay. <laughs> we got it.
1: <laughs> Fine. Yeah, we really workshopped that one to perfection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um
3: conscious ignorance. What is that word? There's some phrase that's yeah. like uh oh,
0: yeah, yeah. cognitive dissonance.
3: Yeah, that too. It's all it's it's like knowing better and doing the fucking fucked up thing anyway.
1: Well, because you don't want to lose your job and you probably worked really hard to become a sea world trainer. And once you're there, I I mean, I mean, I don't know, but don't you think there's gotta be signs along the way where you, you like start your training and you're like, I don't know if these orcas are, are into this.
2: Mm -hmm. There had
1: to have been. Now, Let's get, let's, let's talk about the sweet, sweet sperm.
2: <laughs> let's do okay. it.
0: Fine with uh, me.
1: <laughs> the, the orca, uh, sperm bank business should perhaps go up on the board. Uh, one of the keys to SeaWorld's success was its ability to move away from controversial wild orca captures to captive births in its marine parks, the first captive birth that produced a surviving calf took place at SeaWorld Orlando in 1985. Since then, SeaWorld has relied mostly on captive breeding to stock its park with, parks with killer whales, even mastering the art of artificial insemination. Early in the morning, the animal care crew would take hot water-filled cow vaginas and masturbate the males in the back tanks says John Hall, a former scientist at SeaWorld. Tilikum's sudden availability in 1991 was a boon to the captive breeding program. Russ Rector, a former dolphin trainer turned anti-captivity activist, said, Tilikum is invaluable to SeaWorld as a breeder. Unfortunately, orcas are hard to get, but trainers a dime a dozen to SeaWorld. Ooh. SeaWorld fact check said, uh, Tilikum fathered a total of 21 captive captive-born whales at SeaWorlds Parks, or 44% of the company's whales. Tilcom's genes are the most represented in, breeding, in a breeding program by far, male oh. or female. Over-relying on a single stud, particularly one with a history of behavior leading to people's deaths, is generally avoided in legitimate breeding programs. You'd think. So, I can't imagine the person whose job it was to uh, fill up the the cow vagina uh-huh. uh, in the mornings with mm-hmm. uh, hot water. I don't.
3: Somebody who had good aim. <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> imagine going to your high school reunion. It's like, what do you do? Oh, I started a you know, I started a startup. I'm in Silicon Valley. What do you do? Oh, I took over my dad's you know practice. What'd you do? I jerk off whales against their
2: right. will. Heratilicum? I'm assault all up in his
0: Yeah, I assault <laughs> whales. I
3: sexually assault whales. Yeah. Why? I torture whales
2: <laughs> Why? sexually. Like,
0: who's doing that? Do you think it's a, a medical person, or is it, like, what? I, I'm so curious. Yeah. <laughs> what a dark job. Yeah. I know. Is it the
3: janitor? It could be anybody, honestly.
0: I'm saying. I... <laughs> I'm like, is it a janitor? Like, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, it says it's being said that John Hall, a former scientist, so I'm guessing okay. the scientists at SeaWorld did it. He he's the one who had the information. Yeah, I wonder how much comes out. That's a Am I question. a dirty
0: pervert for wanting to
1: know? No, I think I'm, like
0: gallons? I
3: I think whatever happens good after question. you see it will determine if you're a pervert or not. But yeah, being okay. curious yeah. up until the point of seeing it, yeah, you know, that's not perverted.
1: Yeah. It's they, science. It's what happens after. I guess. It's science. Okay, yeah. so are there any other things we want to put up on the board I just want to I just I just
3: want to uh, massage that idea from before I mm. look it's willful ignorance is what I is yes. that, that's like oh, the full ignorance. more, more yeah, familiar yeah, yeah. term I think we were angling for
0: yeah <laughs> um, I have something I'd like to add yes yeah. the Bible okay I just feel like it's always the Bible
3: like, okay just a the default. way
0: the way we treat animals mm. the way that it has just been normalized oh. to treat animals i feel started with that
3: wow and that's That's truly
0: the whole basis of this entire thing it's just we're the man Mm -hmm. we're the head of everything we get to treat every other thing on this earth the way we friggin' want
1: wow yeah the bible that's pretty solid actually kind of blew
3: blew my mind there
1: (laughs) you you get up on that boat right yeah on the boat
0: yeah probably had two of them on there if I remember correctly
3: (laughs) (laughs) but just the fact that yeah we sort of were like oh because we can read and write and all this stuff uh, maybe we're like God's favorite and then like from there on it kind of cascaded and we just have zero respect for. yeah and
0: just Adam and Eve walking around being like hey you know what if what if we murder that animal and cook it like who does that who came up with that (laughs)
2: That reminds me, it's like, it it, it makes me think of just like man's obsession with power, right? It's like you see something powerful and you're like, I want want that. I want to like dominate that.
3: Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings.
2: Like you can't just leave it alone and kind of respect it for what it is. It's like we have to harness it.
1: Yes. Well, there was a term we used recently for the ground, uh, Chuck the Groundhog's death. Um, Humans getting handsy.
2: Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. why
1: do we have to have our hands on uh, all of these animals? Yes.
3: What is the need to domesticate, to harness, to beat down these zoos, man? Yeah, don't put them in a...
1: Why do we have to put them in petting zoos? It's like...
3: And they're so sad.
0: I hate it. I hate it. Just so everyone knows. I know we all just met, but (laughs) the reason that I was asked on this episode is because I've, I'm a 12 year vegan and I'm <gasps> one step away from being in front of SeaWorld with signs. Like wow. if I had the time, I would be <laughs> that crazy lady in front of Chick-fil-A in like a chicken suit with blood all over her. Like mm. I'm only one level away from that. Wow. Truly. So I don't go to zoos. I don't wear leather. I'm like hardcore.
2: You're perfect. Uh, we did not know that, but this yeah, is, yeah, the perfect- that's why I'm here. So I'm a vegan i of you get in
3: spirit for this episode,
2: I think.
0: Yeah. Let's all have tofu for dinner tonight until it comes honor. Everybody yeah. listening, okay? <laughs> yes. All right. Hell a good yeah.
3: veggie meal. Yes. We have uh, restaurant uh, reservations at a Brazilian meat place, but canceling. <laughs> canceling. <laughs> just hey, the they, might have, they
0: might have plantains. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hi. I would like just a plate True. of plantains, please. <laughs> Thank you.
2: <Okay. laughs> <laughs> no we don't we don't no, no. <laughs> i feel like we should get to this board
1: and start okay, okay so let's take a quick break then we'll start knocking things off the list a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times H-E-L-P dot com slash alarmist. And we're
2: back.
3: Okay, who's to blame for SeaWorld's Tilikum the Orca murders? Is it judge a book by its cover? SeaWorld, <clears throat> Capitalism, oh, okay. Hmm. Ponytail, Captivity-Induced Aggression, Too Tight Living Quarters, Matriarchal Bullying, uh complicit magic deniers <laughs> orca sperm bank business willful willful ignorance the bible or humans getting handsy
1: i feel like we can take ponytails off the list okay okay, okay. i'm sorry
2: <laughs> we said that would happen and it did and it, it did. was
1: my way of just explaining how that was a weird thing uh, you know that was part of this tragedy but you're right that guy probably just made it up <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like we could take judge a book by its cover off because what if it was one of those ironic names, (laughs) <laughs> you know like oh he's so i know sweet. that guy yeah. he's 400 pounds we call him tiny like right. was, you know yeah. what i mean like right. look, yeah that's if a that, good
3: point. if that's if how it started whales, we would, be we would we're gonna look like real jerks yes. if we find that out later uh, yes. i totally th-
1: i also feel like we can uh fold complicit magic deniers into willful ignorance right
3: right that's what we were going you know I, I like think. i like sure. where we were complicit magic deniers
1: <laughs> i know but yeah. it's that's such a good name for a band it oh is. my god. It is. So, You're welcome. So yeah. if anyone's looking for a name, feel free.
3: hmm
1: Okay.
3: Two tight living quarters feels like um humans getting handsy slash yes. man's obsession with power to me. Yes. Like uh that's you know yeah. just a sort of result of them wanting to and the captivity-induced aggression yeah. has to do with the captivity, which has to do with humans wanting to keep these animals in captivity. No.
1: Mm-hmm. You can't blame Tillicum's aggression, right? Mm-hmm. Because he didn't ask to be put in a tank. So
3: no, no. He didn't.
1: We so can we'll, that in. So
2: we'll fold captivity and living quarters into humans being handsy, correct?
3: Because yeah. when you think about it, what he's doing when he's, quote, being domesticated or trained is tr- tr- trying to tamp down every natural instinct in his like mm-hmm. that he was mm-hmm. born with, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. uh, we can't blame him.
1: I, yeah. I I don't plan on it.
3: I
2: feel notice, like <laughs> notice that
1: Tillicum is not oh, on the list. Oh, he wasn't even
3: on the list. Jesus.
2: <laughs> I mean, we- I just feel like you can't no no you can't blame him. He's a natural wild animal. He shouldn't be there in the first place.
0: You know, like- as much as I hate SeaWorld. I don't think they are to blame because the other place did it first.
1: Sealand,
0: and there's other ones. If you've seen the movie, there's this is happening all over the world in mm. all different under all types of names. So, as much as I hate to not blame them,
2: mm-hmm. sure.
0: It seems okay. like there's
3: bigger things too.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Sea yes. world. It's
3: Like to me, it's like, well, wow. and I think this one. Capitalism is a player, but I mm-hmm. think we got to get, we got to sharpen the scalpel and get in there and blame something a bit more specific right. for this particular murder.
2: So, can I we fold that into orca sperm bank business?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. And hubris, hubris, sorry, can be folded into humans getting handsy.
3: Sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, totally. I think it's a little more specific. Wasn't now- one of the other whales named hubris?
0: Was, was it that, was, was that it? true oh, i don't know no. I, have a, <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have a little chart here let's see no i don't
0: that think would so. be the name of
1: my whale <laughs> <laughs> um i feel like matriarchal bullying can we blame just you know the the the, the way they the, the species just like no
2: no. It's, no, like,
0: right? I mean, it's not their fault they're there
1: either you know?
2: yeah they're stuck yeah. there too if they weren't there he could still be going crazy in a little cage by himself
0: so we're really let's cut women a break yeah yeah. yeah.
3: this time
1: the bible are we gonna get let the bible
3: I, I think the bible's a great I mean it's pretty broad but it's a good point but it, to me it may get to fold into humans getting handsy mm-hmm it's a guidebook know. to our relationship. Maybe you do animals. hold
0: a Bible with your
1: hands. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. You right? If you
3: don't have a stand, yes. That's yeah, true. yeah.
1: <laughs> so we've got orca sperm bank business, willful ignorance, the Bible, and humans getting handsy still left up here.
2: Mm-hmm. And- I feel like willful ignorance can be folded into something because it seems like that comes after the fact that he's already captured in the, you know, like. Yeah. I also it also happened feel because of the ignorance.
0: I don't want to. I don't want to piss off any uh, Christian believers. But isn't willful, willful ignorance the whole Bible? That's the whole thing, right? <laughs> it's
1: like there's a magic yeah, man in the well, sky, and if he, I'm good, he'll treat me good.
3: I mean, you know, there's faith, and there's like. Uh,
1: sure, you're saying there's other aspects. Well, yes, well. there are there are other aspects. Yes, I am a spiritual person.
0: Um, <laughs> yes. I'm just right. saying. I'm just saying following this this text blindly
3: sure yes 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 yes. there are definitely people who operate under willful ignorance in terms of what they read and good for them or just cherry picking good for them because
0: it's this world is hard
1: and we Mm -hmm. need all the
0: breaks we can get
1: (laughs) totally i mean if you went to sea world before what was it 2013 when the documentary came out then you're you're allowed to forgive yourself, right? Yeah, you know I mean I was there. Yeah. I was
0: willfully <laughs> ignorant and I had a nice time. Mm-hmm. I sat in the splash zone.
2: Right. I just you, feel like you I, can, I can't did. blame you. Like if you will if you are one of those participants it's well, hard no. As soon as I realized what was going play. on,
0: they didn't get a dime of my damn money, you know. Right. 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 Yeah.
1: I mean, so I'm going to fold
2: that into into the Bible maybe. I just feel like we can't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I have to admit too. I I never went to SeaWorld, but I went to the Seaquarium in Miami. So,
3: yeah, you were a uh, you were complicit in this whole operation.
1: Absolutely. But did they have orcas? I believe they did. Oh, man. And I did sit in the splash zone. It's so Um, sad. The
0: dolphins are so sad, too. Oh, God. Not to bum everybody out worse, but (laughs) their little sonars go crazy in small spots. They're literally just going crazy. I hate it. I hate when people are like, I swam with dolphins on my vacation. (laughs) I'm like, those poor dolphins.
2: Uh, the best example of like, uh, it wasn't a domesticated dolphin, but like a version of like coming close to a dolphin is when I was a kid, I went down to Florida with my mom's boyfriend at the time. And we would take his little boat out like on the canal out to the water. And there were some dolphins there that just like knew there was a bait shop nearby. So they would just like cruise up to Aww. boats because they knew that you would give them fish, Aww. but they were like free to, they knew where you were, they came to you. And then they just like went and lived their lives. And it was like, that's like a real kind of like special natural way of interacting with a dolphin versus like one cooped up in a pen that you
3: are being for- they are forced okay. to swim with you. Oh, wow. I'm going to jump I'm going to use that um, that was a perfect little preamble t- to what I was just going to say Clayton which is I think actually we could have put on the board too is kids because when you're <laughs> an adult okay yeah <laughs> uh-huh. when you're an adult like Having a moment, you know, you appreci- You can appreciate things from afar for uh-huh. what they are, being what they are. But when you're a kid, you want to get up there and touch mm. everything. And, you know, the parents are so tired and the kid just wants to be near the. And like the SeaWorld's for the kids, you know?
1: Well, you know what it is? It's the kid industry. Because they're taking kind advantage of capitalism. Yeah. capitalism. Yeah, they're true. taking advantage of parents who, you know, have like so many hours in the day and they're figuring out how to entertain and make their kids happy right we also
0: didn't know once again didn't know didn't know i know it seems silly now but we didn't know that oh this poor animal doesn't belong in the bathtub we're just like oh how cool how cute we want to take our kids to experience this beautiful animal Mm
2: -hmm. so i think that brings up a good point chris the kids thing and what jackie reminded us that that goes back to capitalism because it really is about making money anywhere we can, even if it is off children. So I wonder if it's like a hybrid, like humans getting handsy for financial gain. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's not just like a power Mm -hmm. thing. It's like a.
1: But money is power. uh, Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, how about this? How about uh, I I feel like the kid industry Mm. could.
2: The kid industry. I <laughs> mm-hmm. about to find out all about it.
1: I know. I already. Oh, I already have.
0: You know how expensive that damn Orbit stroller is? I don't want to talk about it.
3: Oh, God. What a racket. But
1: seriously, why do they need all these things, right? right. Why do they need these experiences? Society why, up, up tells us. So- consume, consume. Mm-hmm. So... I, I, the the it's not the kid industry it's the the capitalist yes monsters behind the kid industry yes we're yes. taking advantage of parents
2: right <laughs> yeah yep. To me. really
1: yep 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 yep
2: so what do we are we what are we calling that i feel like uh, we have to add um, this to the board
0: uh, the and cap- i will also say this
2: capitalist kids yes. industry
0: I will also say this: the Bible has been capitalized. Sure. That Jesus preached, "Give away everything you don't need," but that is not how it is now. These the mega no. churches and things with all the money and the nonprofit status. And, yes. So, isn't it ironic? It honestly isn't even fair to have the Bible up there anymore because the Bible part of it is capitalist
1: industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God. Okay. I feel I, what a this world. Is what I this is what I think we should do. I think we should send the capitalist kid industry in this, in for this particular. She's
3: a, a, a absolute uh, dark horse out of nowhere. Yeah. Wasn't yep. even on the yes. board. Yep. We
1: should send them to jail and then we should slap the orca sperm bank business. That doesn't feel right.
3: I think uh, the
1: orca sperm
0: bank business feeds into the capitalist kids right. industry. Yeah, sort of the right. sort so of then, then of the maybe same. we
1: slap the, the humans getting handsy. Get your hands off those hands animals. Off those yes. animals Respect. Yes. Okay. Respect. I feel good about this.
2: Which is like the second, I think, did we hum- slap humans getting handsy in the, in the... We have.
1: We've slapped it before. Recently, <laughs> we've slapped
2: humans getting handsy. But I think it deserves <laughs> a good slap a couple of times.
1: Um, okay, I'm going to call it humans getting handsy. You're getting the big slap. Capitalist kids industry. You're going to the alarmist jail. Wow. We did it. And now we're all we should all be vegan after this episode.
0: Or because at least lay off the sushi for a few months, you know? <laughs> <laughs> did y'all see c No. Oh, oh, no. Do oh I, shit. Do it, we want to
3: watch that? Is it I've so seen bad? a
0: lot of fucked up shit in my life. Not to brag. I'm a Scorpio. We're dark. <laughs> uh the worst movie i've ever seen in my life the darkest most horrific darkest. movie i've ever oh, seen in my life oh right. god jackie yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: i love sushi
0: yeah it no.
1: sucks man <laughs> sucks. Oh. jackie thank you so much for joining us today and helping us get to the bottom of this uh super 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 sad tragedy yes i'm honored and
0: on and you know let's Let's tribute Telecom to this episode. He's he is at peace now. Mm-hmm. And remember, if you take anything away, if you go to SeaWorld now, you are an asshole. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well said.
1: In the aftermath, in 2010, following an investigation into the death of SeaWorld trainer Don Brandshaw. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, slapped SeaWorld with safety citations and $75,000 in fines. In 2011, SeaWorld appealed the citations, and their fine was reduced to $12,000. That following year, SeaWorld reported a net income of $77.4 million. Following the release of the documentary Blackfish in 2013, hundreds of thousands of outraged viewers signed petitions calling for SeaWorld to retire their orcas or to shut down outright. Partner corporations like Southwest Airlines and the Miami Dolphins severed ties with SeaWorld. In 2016, the same year California made it illegal to breed orcas in the state, SeaWorld announced that they would end their breeding program and eventually phase out their theatrical orca shows altogether. However, in 2020, SeaWorld Orlando introduced a repackaging of the Shamu show named Orca Encounter. Tilikum died on January 6, 2017, of a bacterial infection, a common fatality for orcas in captivity. He was estimated to be around. and 365-day returns. Found 35 years old. Visit our website and let us know who you think is to blame at www.thealarmistpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram, at The Alarmist Podcast, and on Twitter, at Alarmist The You can also send us your thoughts via email to thealarmistpodcast at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced and engineered by Clayton Early with fact-checking by Chris Smith and editing by Molly Hockey. Additional writing by Anastasia Kousakis. Thank you to our associate producer and researcher, Alex Paul. The Alarmist is executive produced by Rebecca Delgado-Smith and the Erios Network. Tune in next week. We'll be discussing the Chilean coup d'etat of 1973. ERIOS
2: Powered by ACAST